204 part two of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ted. I'm your host, Sean. <laughs> I was not expecting that at all. Hey, I know. That was for me. <laughs> I was in the car, I'm sitting there. On the car up to the show, I was trying to think, well, on the way to pick you up, mm. I was trying to think of my way to do an oompa 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 doo you know, an oompa song. I couldn't think of anything. I was like, uh, oompa 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 doo Oh boy, we've got another show for you. Now is the time for Geeksters Part 2. If you were wise, you'll listen to me. What do you get? When you get a couple nerds <laughs> sitting in front of a microphone, <laughs> you should stop that. The first you part. get two idiots on a mic. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that? Oompa, oompa, oompa dee doo. I don't know. What about you? <laughs> oompa, oompa. Now it's time to sh- for the show so I can go pee. That's <laughs> <laughs> you, Eugene. <laughs> Peace out, bro. <laughs> <sighs> that was our tribute to Gene Wild. <laughs> so happy now. <laughs> I can tell. He's like, you know, uh, that's the kind of tribute I'm getting. I'm, I'm coming back. <laughs> Mel Gibson's going to cast me in the resurrection. <laughs> well, that, was, that was a future. Oh, look at me teasing the our news article. Ooh. Ooh. That's right, folks. Because here in part two, we give you nerd news. Ooh. Here at Talk Casting News, listen as Sean makes fun of him. <laughs> Here, Stacy in the background laughing. <laughs> All new and improved news. <laughs> All news, all the time. <laughs> well, you did before before the nerd news. You did something else. You helped a I helped a fellow listener. Yes, to, with his uh, he needed help. He bought a PS4, so he needed some advice on what kind of games to purchase as a new video game person. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's played <laughs> PS3 games, but he bought a PS4, and he's like, uh, last game I played was Resident Evil 5. So I don't know. I didn't like it, so what else is out there? Uh, so I gave him my, you know, I gave him some tips and pointers and games of mm-hmm. what, you know, what you should look out for. And again, I uh, say it now, I'll say it then, too. Uh, it's my opinion, you know. <laughs> Fuck you. You, you, can listen, you can either take my advice or don't take my advice. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Here at Geeksters, we aim to please. Someone asks me a question, I answer. Whether you like the answer or not, I don't care. <laughs> so, you know, in the meantime, you can listen sit, to the show. Sit back, sit back, yo. Just turn up the volume, 
lean back unless you're in your car and then pay attention to the road. Watch out! <laughs> just don't want you hitting anybody. <laughs> and then uh, just enjoy the laughs, and we'll see you at the end. And maybe Ed will have another news article. Or... There you go. All right. We'll be right back, folks. And we're back. You're listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just search Aquanet Radio and those apps. All right. So when we last left, I was about to answer some viewer mail. All right. So I get this message okay. from uh, our friend Doug. Yes. He's like, hey, on Geeksters, could you please recommend uh, your top 10 games, fantasy, horror, zombie, for people who are new to PS4? I just got one and have no idea what games to invest in. The last Resident Evil game I purchased was for the PS3. It took place in Africa. I did not like it. It was too fast. Kept dying. I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Um, I can give you something, some advice. Now, again, it's my advice. Take it with a grain of salt, honestly. Um, the, well, first of all, the Resident Evil game that he's talking about is Resident Evil 5. Yes. It did take place in Africa. And mm. it, was, it was designed a little differently than the other ones. So even I didn't like it. I couldn't get into it. It was very like it was. It felt more running gun than than like searching. Right, right. Um, but as far as to pick what stuff, well, ironically enough, I would probably first thing I would say is like, look, if you're a fan of the Resident Evil g- games, they d- just decided to remaster all of them. Mm-hmm. You know, in preparation for a Resident Evil Seven that's coming out later in the year. Right. So I would probably say, you know, first, if you want to go back and revisit those things, go for Resident Evil, the Origins Collection, because it is Resident Evil Zero and the very first Resident Evil remastered specifically for the PS4, you know, and the Xbox ones for the new systems, the new consoles. Mm-hmm. So it looks really pretty. I personally have never played Resident Evil Zero, you know, but it is if you want to restart like your your jump off point. I would start there. They also just released Resident Evil 4, 5, 6. Um, I don't think Resident Evil 3 is out yet. But they're probably I don't will. remember coming out on, on, on right. PS4 yet. It probably uh, will. will be eventually. Or I guarantee you what they're doing now is getting ready for when they do decide to have, like, a, they'll probably, they might come up with, like, a special edition Resident Evil 7 that'll have the, all six games on there or all seven games on there. Because then there's also... Uh, Resident Evil Revelations 2 that came mm-hmm. out. But I would say, like, my first recommendation right out the gate would be, if you're a fan of the Resident Evil games, grab that one. Yeah. Um, another zombie game would probably be uh, Dying Light. Um, it's a first-person parkour kind of running. Think Mirror's Edge, yeah, except with zombies and on the ground. Okay. It's It's fast-paced. It's a lot of running. I thought it was okay. I'm not really. I'm not much into games where you have to craft things. It's like, hey, look, here's this and here's that, and let me build it all together. And look, here's a bomb. You know, like, ooh. Um, but that would probably be like another choice. If fantasy, like again, my own personal, it depends on how much time you have. Because the thing with gaming is, if you want games that are, I only have an hour to play. I don't. I can't really get too involved. Involved, it, right? Right. Like I, I only can allow myself one hour a, one hour a day a week. Mm-hmm. I, even though I love the game, The Witcher Three, it is like three hundred hours of gameplay. Right. It's a full story with a lot of interactive characters. It's basically a you know, it's a good, very in depth game. That or Fallout Four. Like mm-hmm. I'm not going to give like a list of here's my top ten because I'm never good with lists. I can right. just kind of give you a rough idea. Um, Fallout 4, you don't need to play the other Fallouts. 
to kind of figure out what's going on in Fallout 4. It's not like a direct sequel. It's just still set in the same world of a post-apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic, apocalyptic world. With a little Want to say that again? Post-apocalyptic world. There you go. Blah, 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 blah. Sorry. <laughs> and my, my, my lip is, I bit my lip earlier up top, so I'm like, <laughs> it's a little swollen. So um, uh, that's a good game too. But again, a lot of hours devoted to that game. If you mm. want like quick, like, hey, I got, I got an hour to kill. Let me do, I would say, first-person shooter aspect. Probably Castle Wolfenstein or mm-hmm. uh, Wolfenstein. It's like a reboot of the original Castle Wolfenstein, except a little bit of twist. You get put in a coma in World War II and you wake up. It's the early 60s. Hitler won the war. And it's, hey, let's go into like an early 60s mode where it's like Austin's Powers meets Castle Wolfenstein in a way. Okay. Except not as, oh, Randy, baby. It's more <laughs> like, a, I'm going to blow your head off with this shotgun. Shall we shag now or should we shag later? Uh, after I blow your head off, sir. <laughs> um, also, too, if you like the old running gun stuff, again, something you can do like one level, um, Doom. They re-released Doom. Mm-hmm. That it's definitely not. A lot of games now, when you do like a, a first-person shooter, they have what's called um, your health re- regenerates only if you don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Doom kind of takes that away. It's old-school Doom where it's running and gunning. You got to run like hell. If you want health, if you want ammo, you better kill the thing in front of you. That's the only way you're going to get it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a lot. And it's also a lot of fun. It's fast paced. It looks gorgeous. You know, so, I mean, if you only have limited time, that's another game. Um, I would say, again, um, um, if you're a multiplayer person, um, you've established on the show that I'm kind of like, yeah, about multiplayer. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm real picky and choosy because. Most of the time, I would say most people that play online games, like the Call of Duties, they tend to be a little bit more of an asshole, <laughs> a little a little more dickish. It's like, uh-huh, like, hey, I'm going to shoot you in the face, and then I'm going to teabag you, because that's funny, because I'm 12, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, if you want... So, I would kind of cl- tell you to stay clear from the Call of Duties. Um, the storylines are always kind of shit. Especially if you never played those games. I mean, you have to really right. kind of be into those games, like, for a long time, like a long-running... Uh, series because if you're not good at those games at all, they will like trash talk you. The right, people make that you are feel like shit. yes. Um, you could do the story for those Call of Duty games, but a lot of them are like, "Hey, I can finish that game in three days." You mm-hmm. know, it's a storyline and never have to go to the multiplayer stuff. I would advise always, and again, I'm not shilling for a company or a corporation, but if you have a GameStop nearby, buy a game pre-owned. Because if you're never really sure if you're going to like that game, GameStop's got a decent policy where that you buy a pre-owned game, you have a week to return it if you don't like it. So take advantage of that. Mm Because it's like, hey, look, I'm going to buy this game. I'm not really sure if I'm going to like it. If you buy it new, you're going to have to trade it in. But if you buy it pre-owned in that week and go, oh, my God, this game's shit. Let me bring it back and return it. They're they're cool with that. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say another game, too... um, Star Wars Battlefront. Like as much as, as it's kind of have a love-hate relationship with the game, yeah. I would say that it's a nice multiplayer because you're not really... It's, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely, at my pick of any kind of multiplayer game, it would be Overwatch. Okay. Because I like... it's You're not really heavily dependent upon the, your kill-death ratio. You're, you're, it's a team-based game. Like you, five other players on your team, mm-hmm. have mission. Like, hey, get this from point A to point B, work together as a team. You either succeed as a team or you fail as a team. Uh, you know, if you have, if you're gonna be the kind of guy that goes running and gunning, looking for just bodies to kill, 
you might hurt you might lose the round because you're not helping your team mm-hmm. i mean you may be helping your team by doing a nice kill death ratio but if your teammates are are lagging behind and you run around try to help them so they get to help to get to the eject objective to help you know win um plus also you have like 21 different characters 22 now i think so you can find your own play style you can find like there's um soldier 76 mm-hmm. in the game overwatch he plays like your traditional Halo, Call of Duty kind of first-person guy, where he's got a machine gun, he's got a healing power, he's got a, a, a running ability. It's he's a good starter guy. Um, then there's where you can go all if you want to like a real challenge, you can do just play like a healer, um, like Mercy. She doesn't really have a gun, but she can walk around healing and giving you abilities like pump up your firepower and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. and it's it's more communicative and Blizzard is the guys who do Diablo right? Uh, and World of Warcraft, they're really good about cracking down on people who are dicks. Like, so it seems to be like, you know, you can be a, you can go online. Like the other day I was playing and this character, the ice character, May, mm-hmm. is a fucking bitch. <laughs> she just freezes you. It's so annoying. And I'm trying to play and, she it was it felt like a personal vendetta for, against me for some reason. Right. I don't know why. They got your I, number and you're yeah, they're using it. They're punching that ticket every time. Whoever was playing her had my number and it was like every time I turned around, there she was, just fucking up my day. <laughs> he was so mad. I was I was so mad. But by the same point, it becomes like, oh uh, fuck. If I get my hands on her, I'm fucking I'm putting both my shotguns in her mouth and trying to blow both triggers away. Like it, it so then I get super obsessed, you know, it, it but it's fun. Like she was taking a nap today, so I, I uh, what do you call it? Um, got a couple rounds in because, like I said, season two starts, mm-hmm. and I got to get my ten rounds in, my ten qualifying rounds to find out where on the you suck level that yeah. I'm going to be at. Um, but even if I suck, I mean, I know I'm not really great at Overwatch. I have my moments. Mm-hmm. Like before we left, I was playing a game and I I was kicking ass, taking names. I had like a team kill. I like eight nine player kill streaks. I'm like. Wow, that's pretty good, Sean. Like, um, what the hell's going on? Right. Um, my my team, how we did win that one. I was like, yay, you know. But I had two losses. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, I. But it's fun. I'm I'm not like I'm not rage quitting, which is always good. Like, mm. you never really want to rage quit a game because once you rage quit a game, that means that game kind of it beat you. You're better than that. Like, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll get frustrated. I'll be like, oh, son of a bitch. But it makes me want to try harder. That's, mm. my, that's my personal thing. So I would say if you're a multiplayer guy and you're, you want to dabble in multiplayer and you've never done it, Overwatch is a good kind of, oh, 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 like I would say, a nice round character base where you can kind of pick up the rules Roll. There's no story. It's just, hey, you guys do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, and again, I'm a f- old school. I would say the, the Tomb Raider. Believe it or not, the remastered edition of uh, the re- they rebooted Tomb Raider mm-hmm. a couple years ago. Um, new Lara Croft. The story is great. The visuals are awesome. Uh, and in October, the Rise of the Tomb Raider, the game that was only exclusive to the Xbox One last Place year, here, right? comes out this year, and, and and that's definitely on my um, must buy list mm-hmm. because I'm a fan of that of that genre of game. And it's kind of like a 20 year anniversary edition because she's believe it or not. Lara Croft is now one year away and being able to buy her a drink. Like, you know, <laughs> she's going to be 20. So it's like, all right, you know what? I'm, I'm going to see it. It looked good, and I'm interested in that. Grand Theft Auto is always a good, fun game. Again, you don't need to have a lot of time. Mm. 
Um, but if you want to say, you know, wait until uh, in October, Mafia Three comes out. I'm really that that every time I see an ad or a commercial, my my fingers start to tingle. I was like, I can't wait to get my hands on this game because it looks like a good story. Looks violent. It it looks it, it this could be a, a a game of the year kind of a game. Okay, because of how good it looks. And again, uh, another thing too. Maybe my final one before we go on to the news is in December, uh, the second South Park game comes out. So if you're a fan of South Park and played um, the Stick of Truth, mm. the second game, uh, South Park, the fractured but whole, you know, is coming out, and that looks hysterically funny because in Stick of Truth, it took it made fun of the World of Warcraft, Lord of the Rings kind of game mm. genre. This one takes on superhero the superhero genre of like you know. Civil War, the DC Marvel kind of m- movies, and it looks mm, ah choice, you know. And what's nice is too is that if you haven't played if you haven't played the first one, I think if you pre-order the South Park uh, Fractured Butthole, <laughs> Fractured Butthole, <laughs> um, you actually get um, an upgraded copy of the first game. Oh, okay. So I mean, eh, those would be my picks. And, but again, if you have any questions, feel free to email me at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you know, messages through Facebook. Yeah. All right. So anyway, any you got any games or anything? Uh, you know, I, I always you know recommend if if you want a like quick game or whatever. I mean, like the the PlayStation Plus. I mean, if you get that uh, system, you get two free games a month that you can play. I mean, right. some are not that great, but some of them you know are pretty interesting. They'll keep your you know being for short amount of uh, periods of time. That that's a, a good quick game to get through and. Some of them are like older games that you might have played or, or right. heard about, and you get them for free to play, or maybe in only like a few levels, but at least it's something you go, you know, it's not bad that they have a you know new edition coming out that there's something you might want to purchase, like get into and look into. Um, you know, I, I'm more not into the MMOs, so it's right. like for me, like, I, I mean, like, I don't mind playing them, but like most of them I think are PC based for me, so it's like kind of right. like hard to do. But I generally like the the God of War series. I mean, that was always a good yeah. good series to get through. I mean, if you like the gore and the, and the blood and guts kind of thing, the really hack and slash. Yeah. And now uh, they re released God of War three for the PS four. You probably get it nice and cheap. Yeah, and then of course the uh, Dark Siders two you recommended to me uh, uh, like a month ago. That yeah. was a really good game to play. That was a it's another one like that uh, similar. You're you're the uh, uh, your death uh, your death of the four horsemen, and uh, it's a really good storyline to go and play. Um, you know, and then. Uh, I mean, you know, it's, it really depends though on what you know you're into. That's yeah, the, that's, that's always the the tough thing. Like, what are you into? Because like like the Batman game, the new Batman game is pretty cool to play. And, right. You know, I mean, I'm really I've I've gotten frustrated and stopped playing it <laughs> here and there. But that's you know that's me. Uh, uh, one specifically designed for Doug though. I know he's a big sports fan. But Sony's only the one, the only one that has Major League Baseball. Okay. So I mean, if you're a baseball fan, obviously, or a sports fan, um, definitely pick up MLB. You know, either fourteen, fifteen, or even sixteen mm-hmm. at this point, because um, the mechanics are really good, and it's all licensed equipment and characters, and, and all the athletes are. It's so it's Sony's got the deal. So I mean, if you want a baseball game, grab that. Of course, you always got the Madden, the FIFA, the hockey, the NHL, the NBA is coming out in about another week and a half, which I'm actually kind of interested in seeing how they do with that one. Every year, I I, I always go, eh, it's NBA. But I seem to kind of get my hooked, hook myself into at least picking up a premium copy for a little while <laughs> and become a, a basketball star. 
She good. good I man. hate basketball, so. Yeah. Oh, it's hilarious to hear him talk about playing the game because <laughs> he's he's like, you know, I try because I want to go to Sixers because I want my hometown, you know, so I don't have to travel. It's a game. <laughs> You're not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> You're sitting on your chair playing this game. Show sure, man. <laughs> I'm living the life, man. Definitely play that one while I'm like sleeping or not around because the squeak of the shoes on the floor <laughs> drives me nuts. <laughs> oh, I hate it. I'm actually, I might pick up hockey this year because I'm a hockey fan and mm. I've always liked the NHL series. Lately, they've been gotten a little too detailed. It's like, hey, if you want to check a guy into a board, hit hold this button and press this button and, and do this with your joystick. And I'm like, Whatever happened, just shoulder him into the wall. Like, yeah. Just one button, hit, boom. Like, yeah. you know, hey, here, here's the go with this one. Like, pass, shoot, fight. That's all I need. Yeah. I don't need Deacon. I don't need, a, you know, oh, well, your card was against the board. To, here, press this button to use your stick. Press that button to use your foot, your skate to knock the puck out. I, I really don't care. Shoot, pass, punch. <laughs> Three buttons. That's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I might try it. I, I might try it out just because I, I do. The graphics look amazing this this year's NHL. Well, they always improve on the graphics. That's the the major thing. The whole I think any of those sports games, how more detail oriented they get every year with those games yeah. and, and, and looking, and especially with some of the players' faces now that they you know I don't know about the NHL, but I no, know they like all them. do they do the scan. Yeah, you know, and it's like, hey, we're gonna scan your face, and now you're a digitalized version version of yourself. <laughs> Yay! Hey. I mean, I've been digitalized. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not well, because I got to take my glasses off and then try to find glasses appropriate as far as my, <laughs> my stuff. But, I mean, it, it looks like me. I thought it did. <laughs> well, you did that for the... Uh, the NBA games. Well, that and the... And the t- 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 yeah, the golf game. Tiger Woods. Yeah, Tiger, Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. Uh, yeah, Tiger Woods has been doing the facial reconstruction to a model for decades now. NBA has just started doing it. I'm like, why isn't it they all just doing it? Like, at this point now... It's so easy to do back then when, you know, Tiger Woods, you know, 2009 was going on. Well, you got to figure, though, that that's that's really because of how much graphics, like how much graphics does grass really, you know, impose upon versus like a stadium and the the symbols of each uh, team that you're on and playing the ice. and The the audience cheering. Right, and the the floors and the, you know, how how much shine there is on there and all that physics that has to be done for... That you know, I mean, it goes on like the a, squeak process alone ex- must be outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sound effects is you know is a huge, huge, major part of it. I mean, like you know, for a golf game is yeah. <laughs> As he lines up a shot on hole eight, working on a par three, second shot. Oh, it's up, it's going, it's going. It's in the hole. <sighs> <laughs> you hear the cup, you know. Yeah. The <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, and this year in FIFA, they added a story mode, Ed. Did they? Yeah. Do you play FIFA? No, never. Okay. I'm not a soccer guy. Or football. Football. Football, as they say. You know, um, yeah, I never really, never really was a soccer guy. I don't know why. I just never really. I just can't see you running around on the field, you know. I know. You know why? You're right, because there's so many rules. I know I'm inbred from hockey. Yeah. So, like, if a guy's coming at me, 
my first instinct is to drop my shoulder and plow into him. Yeah. So if I, whenever I played soccer, I, yellow flag, red flag, I was just like, I, <laughs> well, I thought I was doing my job. Guy's coming at me with the ball. I plant him on his ass. I pass the ball to another guy. Is that what you're supposed to do? No. <laughs> I oh. got ejected from FIFA. I got ejected because I, I... I got banned for life from the <laughs> game. I only have to watch it. Yeah, I'm like, I just can't. I'm just not that good. My, my thought process is, guy coming running at you full speed, you hit them as hard as you possibly can, and pass the ball. Like Because in hockey, that's all I did. It was like I wasn't a, good, I wasn't a great shooter, but I could plant somebody on their ass. Mm. So it was like, boom, oh, look, you forgot this puck. Pass it to a guy who's got a little more finesse to be able to shoot and score. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I was never the, look at me, deke once, deke twice, loop the loop, spin around, score. No, I was more of a, oh, here comes a guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at you, you're on your ass. Goon. <laughs> I was a goon, yeah. exactly. A thousand wonders you don't watch football. Because all of defensive, that's all you, know you why, do you know why? is hit them. Because as much as I do enjoy watching football, but those guys are fucking pansies. I'm going to say it now. It's like, oh, I sprained my pinky. I'm out for three weeks. Some of them. That normally only goes with the offensive of it, right? Right. That's why I'm so excited to get you to watch a Steelers game with me. Because they tend to be a little bit more rugged and tough. And I know that that's what you want to see. Yeah. You know? So I'm like, okay, well, I'll introduce them to the right team. And then <laughs> you'll see people get hurt. And then be like, fuck it, I'm going to keep playing because I want to hit somebody. I, I See, I can get behind that because I've seen hockey players get their nose broken in, like, the first period. And then be gone for, like, 15 minutes. You're going, oh, well, they're out in the game. And then, like, 10 minutes later, show up. And I'm like, oh, you know, just and still playing and oh, hitting harder. See, I'm going to turn you into the biggest fan because, like, sidebar, Ben Roethlisberger got his nose broken Walked off to the sideline, commercial break, came back, pop, pop, put his helmet back on, and went right back onto the field. <laughs> no, I mean, I I remember watching hockey, and you'd see guys just being carried off, blood dripping mm-hmm. onto the yep. under the glass. They have to take so much time to clean the, the, the ice off, and then they're back in the next, like, period, or you know, yep. maybe, like, five minutes into the period. They're all stitched up, or they have a Band-Aid covering the two pieces yep. of skin that got slashed apart, you know, <laughs> yeah. they're... And they should score. Yeah. Woo! So, yeah. Anyway, so that's my picks. Again, choose wisely. I don't want to hear it though. Sean recommended this game and it sucks. Purchase at your own risk. That's why I say buy prune. If you don't like a game, fuck you. Take it back. <laughs> you got any games that you want to recommend? Uh, no, because I didn't have my hands on my PS4 for very long to be able to, to dibble and dabble and in too many games. So. I don't have any games for the PS4 right. to recommend, which is what he asked for. So, all right. All right. Yeah. Is there any that interest you that you've like say, you know, I'm kind of interested in playing that. I can't wait to get my PS4 back or, um, or, or knock Sean off of his chair and play, play his PS4. Um, not really only because I kind of like for a few years, I was really heavy into gaming mm. and then, got caught up with life and fell off for a little while and never really picked it back up, you know? So there's not like a whole lot of ones that. Well, now you, now you, and I have to ask this question. What games were you playing when you were into gaming? I, I'm always interested. Here. Oh, I loved the God of War games. Okay. Um, loved the Mass Effect games. I lived with my brother for a little while. So we were able to sit down and kind of shoot shit up on Call of Duty. Right. 
Never really played the storyline of it. Just kind of was like, we don't have nothing to do for the next hour. Let's go kill some shit, right? That's all we did. And we didn't really, we didn't online it. We just played it together, you know? Mm. So it was fun to just run around and shoot shit. We didn't have the obnoxious people talking shit to us. So it was just he and I, and we got to literally just pass time by running in circles and shooting shit. Because what else would you do with an hour when you don't have anywhere to be, you know? Um, Loved all of the Batman games. Because of my love for Batman mm. and because I thought that they were really good games. Mm-hmm. Um, the only one that I didn't like was Arkham Origins. And that's because I felt like it was an expanded pack for Arkham City. Like you you made me pay all this money for this whole new fucking game. And it's the exact same game that I just got done playing. No. Kiss my ass. I don't want to play with y'all anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was livid. Absolutely livid. Um, I, I didn't like, I didn't like uh, Arkham Origins at all because there was one... I got into a I got into a fight with the thugs and the one I punched and he landed in a car mm-hmm. and he, there was like the crash mechanics and he's stuck in the car and he's taunting me but I can't <laughs> beat him up you know you it's like go over there and interrogate uh, him to <laughs> me uh, a couple times he was like stuck in the wall or something and I needed to interrogate him and get yeah. some kind of Riddler information out of him but he's stuck in the stupid wall and I'm like go back checkpoint restart I'm gonna kick your ass thug. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there you have it, folks. Let's get on with the news. Here we go. Um, well, you know what? We were talking about Prince and uh, <laughs> the DVD releases of Up Close to Personal. Yeah. You know, his movie that came out back in the 80s, I think it was like 84. Oh, we're talking about uh, uh, Purple Rain. Uh, Purple Rain? Yes. Purple Rain. Purple Rain. Yeah, what about it? <laughs> I need a second. (laughs) Or after leaving that movie, first winter, yellow snow, (laughs) yellow snow. snow. Don't eat the yellow snow. Go ahead. Sorry. Anyway, (laughs) uh, there was an interesting tidbit. There was a uh, convention going on, and they were talking about movies in uh, in the eighties, and especially eighty four. And one of them, of course, was Purple Rain, and the director was there to give it. It was Albert uh, Magoli. Okay. was the director of the film. And he said that actually when Warner Brothers was brought the script, they didn't really like it. Well, it's Warner Brothers. Right. Not big, big surprise there, big right? Surprise. Shocker there, kids. Um, but they figured to grab more seats, more, you know, figure they'd make more money. They didn't want Prince to actually be Prince in the movie. They they didn't want him to be Prince. They wanted him to be somebody else or they wanted somebody else to play Prince. They want somebody else to play Prince. Oh, this should be good. 1984... Um, oh, please tell me they wanted Michael Jackson. No, they did not want Michael Jackson. Uh, like, that would have been great. Michael Jackson is Prince. Like <laughs> They wanted John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. That would have been a bomb and a half. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. We should, oh, I feel like we should be living in a parallel universe where that movie is actually made. They could, Warner Brothers considered him a bankable star. That Back he, in 84, he yes, was. Yes, and he, he had Grease. He had, uh, you know, a uh, lot of... Midnight Cowboy or something? Yeah, like he, yeah. Was, he, was, he, he was, was He was. the man back yeah. then. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I, just see him in sequence purple outfits, <laughs> playing guitar. And, what? Who? I'm Purple Ray. <laughs> what? <laughs> Up your nose. With a rubber hose, darling Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, uh, 
All right. So, of course, the director didn't budge. He didn't. He, of course, you know, I mean, he, he, she said Prince is the only one who could play this character because right. it's about his life and yeah, like it's a perfect fit. Like you, you, you know, thing. So he didn't budge, and they basically Warner Brothers, you know, relented and said, "Okay, do it." And of course, now we have the movie that we all know and love. Right. I just could you imagine? Like, I could. could you, I, I would love to have been in that room <laughs> the moment he said that they wanted John Travolta to hear the thunderous laughter. That would have followed Prezine that. He probably had to wait. Like he, he would have cracked open his bottle of water, took a couple swigs while the, the audience laughter died down, and someone would have went, what? Hey, it's <laughs> Vinnie Barbarino as Prince. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any laughter actually happened in that room There's at all. probably like a, oh. I'm sure the director was like, what? Who? What? Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> I just, I, oh. I just can't see John Travolta as Prince. I'm really trying to like picture it, and all I have is go grease light. And, like, that's, hey. that's all that's in my head, and I just can't get it out. Like, because you know, in '84, he would want it, they would want him to sing the actual song. <laughs> yeah, so it would be John Travolta's sexy motherfucker. Well, I mean, that's that's that wasn't in the soundtrack, but could you try to picture him actually singing "Purple Rain"? <laughs> You know, or I would die for you. Yeah. Like, Darling Nikki. Like, no. None of those songs don't deserve to come out of his mouth. I wonder if they talked to John Travolta about that prior to wanting it. Like, does he even know that they want? Like, what was his reaction when they asked him? That's a good point. Like, 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 what did he feel? Was he, like, super into playing Prince? Or was he like, I don't want... I don't want to do that, you guys. Like, I don't, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, does he uh, even know? That's probably yeah. It could be one of those conversations where, like, well, we want, we, well, we were, you know, John Travolta. No, like they probably never even got outside of that studio room. Yeah, you know, like kind of. There was always yeah, because like, this is the first time this was ever yeah. mentioned at all. Like, you would think even after his death, John Travolta been like, you'll never guess what happened. Yeah, one time <laughs> that movie Purple Rain. I love that movie, by the way. They wanted me to play Prince. <laughs> could you imagine that? Me playing Prince, I got chills. He's not even built like him, right? (laughs) There's no way he has Prince. Could you see John Travolta in platform shoes with makeup, with makeup and and the the cherry curl hair and the little mustache (laughs) with like a shiny guitar? They probably wouldn't have him dressed up like Prince, but he'd be like a Prince-like character. The blouse with the the frilly in the front. I just couldn't see him do that. And then I mean. Okay, yes, his song, his voice is great for Grease. That's Grease. about it. I just can't, like, really? I mean, he did, release, he did release an album in the 70s, he if did. you remember. He, he, was, he was an accomplished, well, a semi-accomplished. Uh, I, I would say he was in the You want to call it that? Sure, okay. Every actor oh. that, that sings in a couple songs, they all of a sudden feel like they're musicians. I mean, Bruce Willis did it, too, in the 80s. Oh, yeah. You know, well, actually, Bruce Willis did a little bit better, I think, well, comparatively to John Travolta. Yeah, but John Travolta was also in the 70s, different times, so I think that he was more of a heartthrob. Have you heard the music? Have you really listened yes, to John I, Travolta no, sing? No, outside Please of, bring that up. Outside of... Pull, punch that up for me. <laughs> Please punch that up for me, because I, I really want people to hear I'm what so it sound, this sounds like, because I, I remember seeing like a show talking about John Travolta as a singer, and I'm like... Really? I mean, this was, of course, a couple decades ago. That's me right now. Go to let her in. Go to let her in. Go to let her in. Right, yes. Okay. All right. Marshall yet or one of my... No, 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 no. Oh, here you go. 
Yeah, it's a commercial for it. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I will. So uh, I'm watching this, and they actually played a clip of him singing, and he's standing on, sitting on a stool, and it was all dark, and just a, like a like a, a light of him <laughs> flashing down. That's on American Bandstand's the clip. That's probably the clip I'm thinking of, yes. So that means he was actually here in Philadelphia and sung this shitty song. Well, no, because actually Bandstand was in uh, California back then. In, uh, in the 70s? 70s? Yes. I thought he, I thought they it... moved in in the 60s. Oh, uh, you bastards. All right, well, here. Here you go. Right. Wrong one. I am in love. <laughs> That's a dreadful thing to say. It's a nice, sincere young man. <laughs> Sound like a mess of female animals loose here in the studio. Let me. Uh, let me. Hey, Clark, you ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Can you see that? Isn't that fascinating? How do you do? How do you do that? Your hair. Curl it. With a curling iron? <laughs> all right, all right. No, the, the, it's the no, faucet flip. This is a blow-up of the single jacket, isn't it? There is an album that was released two weeks ago, but at the time we did this, by the time we see it, we did not have the album. This man you will recognize from Welcome Back, Cotter, is the man who plays Barbarino. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. John Travolta. There you go. Strap it, kids. Yes. This is it. This is it. Purple rain. Something she said has stuck in my head and I can't <laughs> Stacy just pulled off Don't her headphones. She can't hear anything now. Go ahead, let it out. I can't listen. Heartthrob. Heartthrob, baby. Girls love this. Come here. I don't want to see it. I have like a really good image of John Travolta in my head. I don't want to ruin it. That's so bad. He's in a tight, red, long sleeve shirt. <laughs> Turtleneck, actually. Gold it. chain right around here. I hate Gonna let her in. Gonna let her in. Gonna let her in my life. Let her in my life. It's going to be our wedding song. No, it's not. <laughs> no. Oh, wait, it's getting all disco-y out now. Gonna open up after so long. <laughs> <laughs> right now the audience is going, what are you doing? So Boys, stop. No, no, we're in this hell ride together, folks. <laughs> this is your, this could have been Prince. <laughs> I knew a girl named Nikki. And I can't answer why. I hate him. Something inside and it can't be denied and I'm ready to This X clip goes on for seven minutes. I cannot listen to seven minutes of this. <laughs> I think the song's up was over. Yeah, it's talk with him. Oh, let her in my life. 1976, folks. Does he say anything else other than gonna let her in? No. Okay. It was the 70s. This is why Justin Bieber is really popular. Yes. He's just standing there. There's no band behind him. (laughs) He's got the long hair. And the, the, the Farrah Fawcett flip. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> my, 
My ears are bleeding inside. <laughs> you just can't see it. <clears throat> My ears were bleeding when we were talking about this. I'm so sorry. Oh, the girls, are, oh, the girls love them. They love them. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Let's have the ladies down now. Everybody forgive me that response because this is the first time. Don't get don't get carried first, away by that, John. Ninety percent of this audience is <laughs> insane. I mean, we, we caged them in here. No, they're really nice. People. Yeah, but it's nice to sing when there's a lot of affinity going on in the air, you know. Affinity? Is it still here? <laughs> Gal over here. As I that's feminine. It's right there, John. You sang. Now a lot of people don't know that. What is your background for that sort of thing? Well, I'm from New Jersey, which is All back right. east. A lot of singers Jersey from New represent. Jersey. Yeah. And. Uh, in order to survive in New York City as an actor, you had to learn how to sing and dance. Were you in group? <laughs> I'll just leave that there. <laughs> you had to learn how to sing and dance. When well, are you going to do that? <laughs> When's that going to happen for you? But again, Grease, phenomenal movie. Uh, you know, I, that soundtrack is beloved by everybody. I think I think he was auto-tuned in Greece. I really do. Really? Yes, I think they I, did something to that track. I mean, okay, let's find did out. Did you hear that? You heard that? And then you hear Grease Light and you go, that's not the same guy. Well, and it's a different type of music, too. So, like, in this, to be able to sing something like that, you have to have, like, a, a quote-unquote heartthrob voice, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you have to have the voice for it. But in Grease, the only song in Grease that he had to have that for was was the one in the beginning with him and Sandy. Right. But, like, right. say, the thing, the, 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 late, the late 70s or mid to late 70s was the fact is that singing had nothing to do to be a singing heartthrob. You know, it was just it was just one bad song after another, <laughs> and it was just like he's gorgeous looking. Well, okay, now in retrospect, here I found this clip. This was back in two thousand and ten, right? Um, it is Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta live, yes, on stage. So, doing you're the one that I want. So let's see how how he sounds six years ago. Now, again, she's got to her 50s, 60s at this point. So, yeah, somewhere in that range. Oh, big hug. See? Everyone's bobbing their head. <laughs> they know this song. Here it comes. Here it comes. It still sounds bad, though. Well, it's because he's, yeah. It's live. It's electrifying. Great words. Here she goes. She still sounds great. Because she, she, had, she was still singing yeah. at that point after all those years. I would die for you, ooh, ooh, ooh. honey. Die for you. So they're, but everyone's toe tapping. They're bopping their head. That's because we recognize the song, but John Travolta still can't sing. (laughs) 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 So that would have been a completely different movie. Yes, it would have been a completely. I got to be honest. Because I'm thinking, I mean, like, of course, you need. They're going to replace Prince with John Travolta, (laughs) but. Like what other what other what other characters were they going to replace? Because right, would you have Mars Day at the time? Because Prince, uh, there was Prince's band. Like, yeah, you know he, he discovered them. Apollonia, like would have been would have what would have 
what kind of what kind of music would he've gotten? Right. Plus the the Prince songs in there. Like, would Prince have written the soundtrack? Like, if this is based on my life, here's my music. To have John Travolta sing Prince music, that's fucking crazy. That's alternate universe kind of wackiness that I really wish we could tap into. Yeah. You know, I would love to see that movie. I really would. Because <laughs> I know it's going to be crap, but I mean, I want to see it. Like, it, how it, shitty is this going to be? And I know it's going to be shitty. Transformer 4 shitty. Yes. <laughs> That's fascinating. All right. And what else you got there in the news? Uh, well, you know what? I, I didn't know this was happening. You didn't know it was happening? Yes. Uh, apparently, they're remaking Jumanji. Did you know that? They're kind of remaking it. Okay. It's kind of, it's, it's, it's one of those, it's kind of like how they pushed the Ghostbusters movie, where it's not exactly a sequel, but not actually a remake. Okay. And it's starring The Rock. Yes, it is. And Kevin Hart. Why not? Because the two of them are fucking funny together. <laughs> so, I, I'll say, it. She, you're shaking your head on, baby. It's not that I'm shaking my head. I don't have the same love for Dwayne Johnson that he does. <laughs> right. And it may be because he loves him so much that I'm like, ugh. <laughs> like, your man crush needs to just go sit over there. You know? <laughs> He's attractive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm, like, I'm not interested in for his looks. I like the <laughs> movies that he's in. See, I'm the exact opposite. <laughs> right? Now, I love Kevin Hart. Love Kevin Hart. I've seen all of his stand-up. Tons of the... the I mean, I guess not tons of because he did a bunch of stand up before the movies, but love all of his movies. I think he's genuinely. Hel- I follow him on Facebook and on Snapchat, and I think that he is genuinely <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Right. So, like, I do I do like them together, except Jumanji has like a real special place in my heart. So I'm like, <clears throat> OK, whether we're going to call this a sequel or a remake, you're doing something that re- means a- an awful lot to me. Please don't piss me off. Like, I don't care how good Kevin Hart and Dwayne Johnson are in it, right? Is the movie going to be good? Right. Like, is the story of it going to be good? Well, they're going to have a Marvel star to uh, be one of the uh, actors or actresses, I'd say. Actresses? Actresses in the movie that uh, it's going to, you know, maybe hopefully raise the level of... Uh... Oh, oh, please let me be Scarlett Johansson. No, it's not Scarlett Johansson. <sighs> it's uh, Karen Gillian. Okay, you know what? Karen's cute. I'm still in. Okay. Well, the, 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 to round out the cast, Jack Black and Nick Jonas will also be a part of this movie. Oh, see, uh, see I'm, I'm already, a little bit more in because yeah. l- love Kevin Hart, love Jack Black. Them two alone are going to put me in that seat. Okay. Like, if yeah. they mess it up, I'll be pissed. I'll walk off all mad like I was for Suicide Squad, but it's going to put me in that seat. Love Jack Black. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, yeah, Nick, it was a Nick, no, Jonah Hill, right? Nick Jonas. Jonas. Nick yeah, Jonas, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, well. That's the popular one of the brothers. Uh, right, right. He, he's, <laughs> he's the guy who has, has a career now. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, I was in for The Rock and Kevin Hart, but if you had Jack Black, I mean, Karen Gillian, all right, you know what? I'm sure. I mean, but, but correct me if I'm wrong. Shouldn't there be a couple kids in there at least somewhere? <laughs> like, Unless it's a bunch of adults that get their hands on this game. And, like, let's be serious. Kevin Hart playing Jumanji, that shit's going to be hilarious. Well, well the, whole, the whole point of the Jumanji movie, if you remember, is the fact that kids started playing the game and then they put it away because right. one of the kids disappeared. Right. And then he comes back because Robin Williams, which right. really made the film, I think. But, right. Well, you yeah. Know, and then, of course, they play it as adults to finish the game because they have to finish it because it's a right, cursed there's, game. Yeah, there's, there's rhinos and elephants running through the city. They got to finish it out. All right. Okay. All right, I'm still in. Either way. All right. What else you got there in the news, Ed? 
Uh, unless it was something else you had to add. No, no, that was, uh, oh, okay. that was you, pretty much you, it. You, it you put the paper down. I thought Karen was... Gillian was the actress that they, the, the final actress to. Uh, Karen Gillian was the actress. Yes, Karen Gillian. Sir. Yes, sir. All right. You know, we talked about Squirrel Girl a lot. Yes, we have. <laughs> Will we have it? I mean, I've talked about squirrels. You, you, you don't even remember what we talked about in the show, do we? I don't listen to the show. You know he doesn't that. remember he anything. Doesn't, he doesn't even listen to it while we're doing the show. That's, that's what? <laughs> Sorry, I was. He has the worst memory, Ed. Okay, <laughs> the worst. So, like, don't be surprised that he doesn't remember what you're talking about because his memory is shit. Well, we talked about uh, uh, Anna, Anna, Anna Kendrick, Kendrick Squirrel Girl. Like, she was interested in playing. Her right. brother said that would be a good character for you to play. And then they were bringing back the Avengers in comic book form, the new Avengers in comic book right. form, which, which is Squirrel Girl's to be in it. Well, now they're going to try and put it on TV. Really? Yes, really. They're, why are they pushing Squirrel Girl so much? I don't know. I think it's because Anna Kendrick started this. I, I have to blame her for this. Well, she Squirrel Girl was always very popular in the beginning. Anyway, for whatever reason, I think because you know, according to Marvel lore, I think she was able to beat Thanos or or some. Uh, there was like a big ass character that could be un, almost unbeaten, and she did it. And it's mm. like, oh, Squirrel Girl beat you, you pussy. <laughs> and now it's like everybody. He's like, oh, pro Squirrel Girl. It's like. Okay. But I think the reason buzzed because when that tweet happened where she was talking about that she right. could play the character and if it ever happens that she'd be interested in sure. playing the character. And I think the Russo brothers, I think, even said, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. You know, so, so. so now they're working on a, a TV show of the new Avengers, or actually they're calling it the... Uh, uh, Is it the Runaways? The, uh, yes, the Runaways. Yes, thank you. All That's right. actually it. Because, yeah, I remember that. It's, it's like uh, kids of... Uh, they're... They're kids, and uh, they were Avengers, like in training. So mm-hmm. it's Teen Titans for Marvel. Yeah, yeah, in a way. yeah, sure. Yeah, they called them the JV <laughs> Avengers, is what the the yeah. sub of it was. And yeah, all. that's a good that's a good analogy. Got Teen it. Titans of the of, of the Marvel universe. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so they're shopping around. They don't have really anything they yet, don't have their own but they're right working. Yet. Yeah, they're working on developing this this whole story, and you know, of course, they're going trying Netflix, obviously, and they're trying uh, uh, different. Uh, like but, yeah, I heard Amazon, Hulu, exactly all the because God knows no one on regular TV is going to touch that. Well, ABC, they were there. You know, they're they're going to go there. You know, that's because Disney owns ABC. That's right. It's like Disney can walk them go. Yeah, you know what? That's time slot. That's us. <laughs> but but no, no, who pays? Who who signs your check? Disney, the fucking mouse. <laughs> if you want. <laughs> to get that check, Mouse says Squirrel Girl on at eight o'clock on Tuesdays. <laughs> Fuck them, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I I just I think it's kind of ridiculous. I mean, you know, this is not like a like a, a Marvel. Like I think this is where it's kind of like yeah, this, this is this where is the it. this is where it starts to like foil a little <laughs> bit. Like you could this is where it starts to unravel. That's right. I don't know. It depends. It depends. I mean, like, 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 you know, they always, well, they had a talking raccoon, Guardians of the Galaxy. They sold that, and the world loved it, you know? And it's just like, yeah, but let's not push the envelope. That's let's... because you had fucking conk uh, of man me. What's his name? It's his name? Uh, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper uh, as the voice. Yes. You know? And he had the, the Philadelphia accent, the Philadelphia attitude. And, that, and you know? He's he was home... sassy. Rocket was sassy. He's a hometown so, boy. Like, is she sassy? Is this Squirrel, Squirrel Girl kind of sassy? sassy? Yeah, sassy, yeah. Okay, Scat- so like maybe. Yeah, it might work. It might work. Eh, I'll wait and see. I mean, she talks to squirrels. It's, <laughs> I'm saying it's 
<laughs> but the mouse. It's like inviting the Ewoks to a to a battle. Hey, hey, the mouse says, "Push 2020 off the air." <laughs> Squirrel girl gets her time slot. No, she gets her time slot. There ain't no question about it. You like that paycheck, right? <laughs> Word from the ma- mouse on high says, "Squirrel girl, do it." Say it in Mickey's voice. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. I lost the Mickey voice. <laughs> Sounds like somebody pulled your nuts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, after after Ages of Shield, fucking Squirrel Girl. That's what I'm telling you. Actually, Ages of Shield nine o'clock. So eight o'clock Tuesdays would have fit because that was a perfect fit. Yeah, see, you go from Squirrel Girl to Ages of Shield. You go from a uh, the mouse wants the world to be uh, acclimated to a girl that can talk to squirrels. Right before Agents of Shield, imagine the crossover. There you go. That's right, Agents of Squirrel Girl. Could <laughs> <laughs> be like a chipmunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see, a squir- you, you see, see Chip and Dale now as like <laughs> Agents of Squirrel Girl. Wait, 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 and there's like a we're back. <laughs> there's there's a, you'll, you'll see an acorn at the bottom of the tree, and I'm gonna and Chip gets slides down as in the Mission Impossible kind of pose. I would watch that. <laughs> grab the, grab the Dale's got the Dale's got the rope as he's trying to think, and he slips, and it's almost to the bottom. He I grabs the last minute, and he hurts his hands. <laughs> you see a little bead of sweat drop off, and Chip's hip our head as it lands on the oh. <laughs> agent of Squirrel Girl. I would watch that. <laughs> Hello, Chip. Hello, Dale. What are we going to do today? <laughs> today, our squirrel girl has told us to go protect the president. That sounds like fun, Chip. <laughs> we must protect the Rose Garden in the White House. <laughs> I hear there's a very unruly gopher. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like fun. <laughs> <laughs> Is there nuts going to be involved? Sure, Dale. I'm in. <laughs> it's going to be nuts. <laughs> oh, Chip, you're so funny. <laughs> they have to do, it's got to be the little old hearty stuff. <laughs> She's laughing in my head. <laughs> Chip. <laughs> I, don't, I can't do the to, voice. Doing that. visuals on a radio show. <laughs> well, because the visual helps me do the voice. <laughs> <laughs> you're you know? still doing it. Good. <laughs> Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, my. Yes, Chip? All right. Well, good for Squirrel Girl. Okay. Maybe. What else you got there in the news? Um, Colin Firth. Oh, yes. He was in the movie Kingsman. Yes. He's also been in a Oscar award-winning movie called The King's Speech. Yes, he has. <laughs> well, that's not what this story's about. Right. So I'm trying yeah, okay. to lead you there. Okay. So it's about uh, Kingsman 2? That's right. I know he's in it. Yes. Okay, you're, um, please don't let that be. Is that just the article? Well, the, the fact is that, like, of course, this is going to be a spoiler for everybody who hasn't seen the first movie. He dies in the first you're movie. You're kidding! No. I, yeah, I know, which is weird because it's like, how is he going to come in the sequel? They don't say. That's what I'm like, I'm in. First, I love the Kingsman. Second, they're making a sequel, so I'm, I'm already in. He's coming back, and he was not typically an action movie, action star. He's mm. very British, very Oscar. He's a thespian. Like, he's a guy who could be knighted at any moment. 
like he's that kind of a great great actor to see him in an action movie and be an action star was well, like whoa like that church scene is fucking phenomenal to see him doing all the gun work and all the fist fight i'm going i didn't know this guy had it in him it does because he actually was in another action movie that nobody really saw i oh, seen it it well, was a really good movie it was called uh excalibur the last sword Oh yeah, I didn't see that one. It's a very good movie. I recommend. I highly recommend the movie. It's a, it's a, it's of course about Excalibur and finding uh, King Arthur. Okay. In the, in the thing, and he's a a loyal soldier of. He fired Lancelot. No, he's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, he's not. No, he's not. It's not any of the knights because this is before all the knights oh, happened. Okay. So it's it's more of not like the Lady of the Lake giving him the sword. It's just like there's a sword that's that shows the leadership of. Uh, England. Gotcha. All right. So he's the he has to now give it to the next king, and that's what the, the thing. And of course, the king is a boy, and they have to. Right. Uh, the the all the Huns are after him, and it's it's a very fascinating story. It's a very good story. It's like kind of like they say it's kind of loosely based on history a little bit. You know, loosely. the whole very very, loose. very loosely. There's a sword, and there's, and there's, there's England. A sword, there's a king, and there's a bunch of Huns. That's, that's about it. as real as it gets. <laughs> that's, that's it, Cokes. The rest of it's all made up. But it's a it's a fun story because it okay. really is Ben Kingley in it, and he plays a. Uh, How old is this movie? Uh it's uh, early two thousands. Still, but those guys are still up there in age. Yes. Yeah, I mean, so to see uh, this to me would be like uh, Colin uh, first, like Bobby first. Like, last, like action role to me, like at the time, like oh, okay, you gotcha. know, like like. I got one more, and like I, I got, got something in here. Yeah, let's do it. You know, let's do it now <laughs> before I get my arthritis. I'm tired of Shakespeare. I want to blow someone's head off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I want to stab somebody. Let's do it. Lots of times. I want to say fuck a lot. <laughs> There's not a lot of fucks in Shakespeare. <laughs> There's a lot of doffs and vows, but no fuck. <laughs> 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 right. That's the thing. I don't ever really know him as a Shakespearean actor. Is he really? I mean, he's he's to me when you, when you come from when you're that good of an actor because he's really good. And most of his 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 career has been in drama based drama based movies. And most of them come they're most of them are Shakespearean trained actors. So I'm sure at one point in his career he stood up on stage and went to be or not to be. That's the question. Yes. I mean, not necessarily that way. Like, <laughs> yo, yo, to be or not to be that. Is what's up. <laughs> Whether it is nobler in the mind's eye, in your head, to suffer the shivs and guns that are being slung at you. <laughs> <laughs> A little more Philly. <laughs> That's what we need. So, I mean, all right. <laughs> Yeah, so, so he's he's going to come. Back. I'm curious to see how that's going to happen. I, I I like to see that. I love I love to see that because I like the first movie. Yeah, the first one was great. really good. So, all right, yeah. what else you got there in the news, Ed? Mel Gibson. <laughs> we talked actually before during break. We we yeah. mentioned we were talking about Mel Gibson. He's actually directing a movie called uh, Hard. <laughs> Hold on a sec. I got it. <laughs> I got it. Oh, a ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. That's the movie. Hacksaw Duggan. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Woo! <laughs> he did that as well. Not just uh, what he thought. Uh, All right, so name? Mel Gibson's back in the director's chair. Doing for... the director's chair. And, of course, they were asking him a lot of questions. And, of course, one of the questions they came up towards the end of the interview was... How do you feel about the Lethal Weapon TV movie? TV no, show? No, no, oh, no. damn. <laughs> a sequel for The Passion of the Christ. <laughs> the Passion 2. <laughs> Passion of the Christ 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Jesus and his pals come back from the dead to fight a rival dance troupe. 
<laughs> and it's got you know Chuck D in it, and you know you get back up. <laughs> Snoop Dogg makes a cameo. <laughs> Don't be chilling, y'all. Yo, chill. Fizzle what's, manizzle. What's up, my crystal manizzle? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to you want to see the Holy Ghost smoke some of this, yo? <laughs> 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 they call me the dog father. <laughs> <laughs> and the smoking ghost. <laughs> What's up, JC? <laughs> Let's get that crew. <laughs> first, smoke a little of this, man. It'll make you so high you'll see your father. <laughs> 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 that oh no it's called the resurrections basically oh, okay. the next part of the story and uh he's actually been been mulling it over making the next uh, uh, uh trying to basically <laughs> figure out how he's going to do the resurrection of christ yes passion of the christ to the resurrection him and randall wallace have been uh you know been working on they've worked on a lot of pictures together uh braveheart um, apocalypto maybe apocalypto uh, there's there's the list goes on and on i'm not gonna go okay. through all, all of them right. but yeah generally uh so he's worked with them a lot, and he's it's kind of like in their wheelhouse of working on that and, and, and working on the, on the resurrection and trying to bring that. The only reason why he hasn't like brought it right away is because no one likes him. Exactly. <laughs> he's got to he's got to get back into the good graces of Hollywood. Is right, basically what he's trying yeah, to do. That's why that. he's directing this movie, and he had that other movie where he, where he was the uh, the father that just came out oh, not so yeah, long, a little yeah. bit run on it. So stuff like that, he's trying to bring his, you know, trying to get out of the personal, like, limelight and show, like, his credentials. He's trying to give his mad culpas by having good movies and trying to slowly come back around before he does something a little bit controversial. Yes. Because if he goes right from that to, you know, Passion of the Christ to Electric Boogaloo, it's, <laughs> it's you know, it, people may be going, oh, there is that wacky Mel Gibson doing a, a religious movie again. I, okay, look, as a, as a half-true... I really enjoyed Passion of the Christ. It's a goddamn good movie. I I was moved. I don't think I don't think I was crying, but I was definitely moved. I was crying like I was crying like a Finding Dory, <laughs> you know, because you know. Priority. I I haven't I haven't seen the Passion. It really? Yeah, I know what happens. I read the Bible. <laughs> I know it's in I, there. Are oh, the books better? <laughs> no, but in the movie they have this talking dog. No, <laughs> it kind of helps them. You know, he, he drives just, a truck. He drives a truck. <laughs> he sits there and goes, beat him again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really enjoyed The Passion of the Christ. I thought it was really, really good. But, okay, he, problem number one, you get uh, Henry Cavill again. Because, I mean, if you're going to do a sequel to where he played Christ, you got to bring him back for the resurrection. You can't be like, hey, here's the resurrection. Why doesn't he look like the other guy? He risen from the dead. It's he shelled his moral coil, and now he's the spirit. So it could be, you know, James Earl Jones. <laughs> James Earl Jones. <laughs> I am the Lord. I am Jesus of Nazareth. <laughs> he is my father. But <laughs> <laughs> well, they burn him. <laughs> I just don't know. I mean, you have to get Henry. You have to get him. 
Yeah, you, ha- you have to. I'm sorry. He's still around. I mean, I well, don't know. I mean, he, show's over. I mean, he's not doing. And uh, I don't know what's on his, what's Henry, what's on Henry Cavill's plate at the moment, but I'm sure if someone goes, "Hey, you like make a couple million dollars bring, uh, resurrecting your role as Jesus?" <laughs> uh, how many zeros are in it? Six. I'm in. <laughs> like, are they all together? Sure. I'm in. Like you know, they're somewhere in. There. Yeah. You know, I mean, all right. I, Okay, I was kind of hoping more for because I know Mel Gibson at one point was supposed to be doing the the War of the Maccabees, mm-hmm. you know, like the basically the Hanukkah story. So I was kind of hoping he'd do that, like as a. Well, I mean, I I think he would go beyond that. I mean, once you go passion, I mean, once like, you once you go Christ, you never go back. Right. Is that what you're saying? But the idea of is like I think with with all the problems he's having, like <laughs> a lot of the great stories that he would want to do is hard because sure. You know, everybody's going to criticize him because right away it's going to be like when he was, you know, drunk or, and, you drunk know, and, and anti-Semitic things were coming out of his mouth. And, you know, yeah. and, I, you know, look, when you're drunk, you say stupid things. Right. I mean, whether or not he truly believes him or not. But then after that happened, it, let's talk about his dad. And it's like, you know what? How long do you let a let a, a, a person stand in, you know, the social justice experiment for saying stupid things? Well, the you know, thing the thing that kind of gets me is it's like there's there's some like people out there that people look up to and they've killed people. Yeah, you know, and it's just like they're, they're still beloved stars, you know. Yeah. You know, and it might have not been in here in America; it might have been somewhere else, or might not, you know, like the spin of the lawyers and the right. PR people got a hold of it first and was able to make it so that it wasn't like a problem. And then they, you know, were still beloved stars. But Mel Gibson had nobody really. I don't think at that yeah. point. And then, well, once you blame the Jews for all the problems and if Jews, all Jews, all the Jewish people do run Hollywood, they're like, Oi, let's not talk to this Mel Gibson anymore. <laughs> let's but, not talk to this Gentile yeah, anymore. He wants to make the passion of the Christ too. Why? We already looked bad the first time. <laughs> What's it going to do? <laughs> I just, I, I, I don't, I wouldn't be rushing out to the theaters to watch it, but yeah. I definitely would, probably watch when it came on the video because mm-hmm. like i said i really liked the first one not and i'm i'm not religious by any means of the word i i was more interested in the story and i mean i he read like if you read the fucking bible you'd know the story <laughs> well it's not in your book <laughs> no my book's a good book my my book's got the vengeful angry pissed off god you know that says fuck you eye for eye tooth for a tooth kind of god guy the kind of guy that says you know what people are pissing me off you know what flash flood flash flood Wipe them all out. Start over again. <laughs> Your book is more like a, eh, let's make him feel guilty about it. <laughs> <laughs> the like, Jews already got that down pat. The Gentiles got to, we got to work uh, on that. You know what? Maybe I was, maybe, okay, maybe I was a little angry the first time around, but now I'm, I'm a lot happier because I'm amongst you people. Now I got a kid. I calmed down. Yeah. You know, <laughs> parenthood changes a man. <laughs> Before I was all angry. I was, I was in my Ma- Marilyn Manson phase. <laughs> But once you know, once you get enough popularity, I'm in my John Travolta stage. <laughs> I can't. You can't be able. How far? How long can you be angry? I have a kid. I got responsibilities. <laughs> you know, he, he trying to. I keep trying to tell him to get a job. He wants to be a carpenter. Cut his hair. Cut his hair and get a job. Put some shoes on your feet. Stop hanging out with those, those undesirables. <laughs> hanging around with twelve men and no women. What the exactly. hell is that all about? Exactly. You know. Oh, my son, he could have been a doctor. He could have been a lawyer. No, he's got to be a bum. <laughs> <laughs> he chose to Going be a from bum. town to town, getting free food. Getting handouts. I give him one gift to turn water into wine. What's the fuck do? Throw a party. <laughs> For three days. 
doesn't get a job with that ability. No. Sits around with his 12 drunken buddies. No women, like you said. <laughs> Nothing. He chose to be a bum. My son, Jesus. JC, the bum. You don't believe every time I go to bed, I got to hear my, his, his mother talking. <laughs> it's looking around for the lightning bolt. <laughs> I, hear, I hear the thunder. <laughs> Lightning's coming soon. <laughs> Let me move out of the way a little bit out of the windows. Range, there you go. Like, uh, it could have been anybody. <laughs> could it be contender? Could have been somebody. I gave him a skill. He's a good carpenter. <laughs> I gave him the right family. <laughs> All right, what uh, else you got there, news? Uh, a classic DC actress is going to appear on the in Arrow and the Flash TV universe. A classic DC character. Yes, character, Ca- actress. actress, actress. Okay, when they get a guess, when they say classic, I'm starting to translate into old. That would be correct. <laughs> You're correct. <laughs> you are correct, sir. Okay. The password is now. Okay, let's see. Now let me let me take a drink here. I'm letting mull it over. Think about it. If I had to go classic do, DC do, character, do, actress. Well, do, actress. Do, do, well. It's already widely known that uh, Linda Carter is going to be on Supergirl. Mm-hmm. So it can't be her. Mm-hmm. And she's going to be on Arrow. Mm-hmm. But, it, I mean, since she's going to be in the summer, it's quite possible Linda Carter being making a guest appearance on Arrow since they're all going to be connected. But probably not. I, the only other DC actresses that I, any characters that I, actresses that I play characters, mm-hmm. I, I would say Julie Newmar, you know, the original Catwoman from 66. Nope. Um... I'll give you one more guess. Okay, give me one more guess. Give me a hint. <laughs> give you a hint. Give me a hint. Uh, the first movie was in 1978. The first movie? Yes. It was in 1978, and she was in DC. And there were four of them. There were four of them? Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm I clueless. I don't know who. I might I might be wrong on the, on the date, okay. but it was the late 70s. That's all I remember. Okay. That was the, 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 who, who the day. It? It's uh, Margot Kidder, Lois Lane. Oh, okay. All right. Those who don't know, Margot Kidder played Lois Lane, the uh, interpreter reporter in the, 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 the Superman Reeve, Reeve series. Yes. But then she also did, after Christopher Reeve died, um, she did a little small little stint on Smallville for a while. Yes. So, okay. All right. Uh, well, she's back again. Okay. As? Uh, they, you know, they don't say. She basically says she's... She's she hasn't been acting in a long time, and it's right. good to go back. And they basically, she's not that excited. She's just like it's a paycheck. She's looking at like, I need a job. I, right. Someone's writing me a check. I'm, hopefully, it's got three zeros in it. <laughs> <laughs> she says, depending on the script and what they want me to do, I'm 67. I'm old. I'm an old broad now. So I look back with. It's Labor Day. Oh, that's right. Uh, we uh, just paused. <laughs> People. <laughs> I was like, you blasphemy. You pissed him off. Look what you did. For those people who don't that's know, it, we are doing this on Labor Day weekend, and it's Sunday night, so there is a fireworks display going over. But it, all we hear in the background here, I don't know if it got picked up on mics, though. I don't think so. It was a bunch of explosions. <laughs> and right away, I think all three of us got nervous and went, Sean just Sean got us killed. Like, <laughs> like it was, it was like, they are. Oh my! I I apologize. I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so so basically, a finale is going on of all the fireworks, and of course, that's we all stopped and going. Like, oh. Oh. And that's when, like it's Labor Day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
right. So, so she's basically saying, okay. So I look back with such uh, more amusement than I did, and I don't have a career need to worry about uh, protecting. My life is has nothing to do with movies anymore. I live in a small little town in Montana and basically do political activism. So I guess if they want to fly me in for a couple of days work, that's okay. Wow. Yeah. Really? Woo! Now look, I mean, uh, like, okay, I get it. I mean, but the good thing about all the... Well, didn't she go crazy? Well, there was a thing that she did go crazy. I don't know how accurate it was. I think it was something to do with medication. Yeah. More so than her just being like, oh, I'm crazy now. Um <laughs> So, but like I say, when she did the stint on Smallville, I mean, okay, granted, it was probably more because they had a, a storyline with um, Dr. Swan, which was Christopher Reeve's character mm-hmm. helping, you know, Tom Welling's character of Clark Kent come into the idea of whose background, who he is, and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Beautiful written episodes, and to see Tom Welling, and the, there's a moment in Smallville where Christopher Reeve says something, and you hear his Superman theme in the background. And look at me. What's that, Ed? Goosebumps. Goosebumps. It it was so moving. And then he was supposed to be in this arc, and he wound up passing away, and they needed someone to kind of come fill that void. Mm -hmm. So they asked Margot Kidder. So I I guess maybe she was a little bit more eager to do that because it was helping honoring Christopher Reeve more so than as an acting gig. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah, all right, well, I guess we'll... I guess, you know, if it's got a paycheck, she'll do anything. Like, you know, uh, all right. There's money involved. I'm in. <laughs> all right. What else you got there in the news? Uh, Flat, the Flash creator is bringing back another badass DC character to TV. Okay. This uh, one blew my mind a little bit because this one, I think, out of all the DC characters, not Aquaman. This is the second one that was made fun of, I think, the most out of... Uh, but next to Aquaman for DC. Ah, uh, okay. You'll when you hear it, you'll know. Okay. I'm setting up here. I was kind of hoping for a Lobo TV show, but all right. Uh, Black Lightning. I didn't see he was being picked. I mean, I thought he was really a predominant. He was picked up in the like mid '90s. Was he was picked on a little bit here and there. Really? The character? Yeah. They. Yeah. They... I see. I, I wasn't reading it to back then. Like to me, he was always like uh, a pretty big character. Yeah. You know, I was. He was a big character in the time he was created, and but, then, and then there was after a while, like when he when he was in in the Justice League for a while, he was like a minor character. I mean, like of, of the importance he was at the time. Okay. All right, you know, and then they just kind of like made him like a second, third tier almost character, and you're like, uh, okay. wow, like this like, is really hey, sick. Hey, we need a black guy for the Justice League. Who we got? Yeah, um, I think we got Black Lightning. Are you sure he's black? He's got black in the name. I mean, maybe. <laughs> like, so let's find out. Oh, yeah, yeah, he is. Okay, put him in. Like, <laughs> he's what, in. What about John Stewart, Green Lantern? Yeah, he's in there too. But everyone figured he'd be in. But we got to round it out. We can't just have one. You know, we got to show we're diverse. <laughs> so we just can't have to- one token black guy. Yeah, we do. We have another one, right? Yeah, we've got two token black guys. Let's put him in there too. But then, you know, though after the storylines, everyone was like. No one cares about Black Lightning, so let's. Uh, hey, look, here's Superman. Let's let's turn Superman and Wonder Woman into a couple. Everyone loves that. Yeah. Oh, we'll bring in the young crowd. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Super love. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Black Black Lightning's taking a back seat to, you know, smoochy kissy Superman and uh, Clark and Diana mm-hmm. with Batman brooding over, going, "No one sees a problem with this." <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I mean, okay, I'm in. I, I when I when he was when I did read comics with him in it, 
I like this character. And I, got nothing. I know he was an enjoyable character. I'm not, not me. I'm just saying, but a lot of people through the through the decades kind of like poke fun, poke fun of a little really? bit, you know, kind of thing because at the time it was just not like I, you know, someone apropos for a kind of somebody of more sarcastic nature might say the only reason why they're bringing Black Lightning to television is because Marvel's bringing Luke Cage to television. <laughs> you didn't hear that from me. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Stop voices in my head. Stop. <laughs> okay, well. Uh, you um, all heard that? Go Black Lightning. <laughs> cruising down the window. Yeah. Go Black Lightning. Go Black Lightning. <laughs> He's a scream. Chicks of cream for Black Lightning. Go, go. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too bad Prince is not alive. He'd sing that song. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they get John Travolta to do it. <laughs> uh, all right, Ed. How about one more to round it out and let's get the hell out of here and get back to two per production studios. All right. Well, we do. We only have one more, so that works out great. All right. Well, actually, I have a few more, but this is the one well, I've we'll actually prepared. we'll do some bonus material. I got some bonus ones there for you. Anyway, uh, Bill Nye. The science guy. The science guy. He's got another series coming to Netflix. You're kidding. No, I'm not kidding. What's it called? Bill Nye, the Netflix guy? <laughs> Bill Nye saves the world. Oh, I kind of like mine better. Bill Nye, the Netflix guy. <laughs> he, he just comes on for an hour and talks about what's on Netflix. <laughs> Coming up in September. These are the movies and TV shows you should look for. Uh, all right. Um, what's it going to be about? Oh, uh, let me guess. Bill Nine Saves the World. It's going to be about how we can, the whole greenhouse effect and the ozone layer and how we can save the world as a, as human beings, right? Ed? <laughs> I didn't mean to put you to sleep with that. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm I'm trying to find the exact wording here for it, but uh, basically he's going to sh- basically keep showing uh, science today, and uh, he's okay. going to have guests of like uh, captive industries of, of technology and and uh, different science that's going on, and bringing that to the general public of what's going on in the world and like how it's going to affect the environment. But it's not all, all right. about the environment per se. It's more about science. And he's like I said, there's going to be a lot more guests. It's going to have like a, a panel of people they can talk to about. I'll certain... give the show a couple of shots. But if it gets too preachy, I'm out. <laughs> I can see it now. You're sitting there. And of course, one episode is like in five seconds. <laughs> the next episode up here. Oh, I'm too lazy to change the channel. <laughs> I guess I'll give it a couple of episodes. <laughs> What's funny is he's going to give it a lot more episodes than he thinks he is because I am going to watch it. <laughs> so. I'll, I'll, I'll go play video games or something. On what TV? I, <laughs> I got a computer behind me. Okay. I'm just saying. Or I'll get the, we call it the PlayStation VR because apparently according to my, my Sony rep, I could put the goggles on and still play the games. It could put in, and what, I, what do you call it? That Sony rep? Sony Steve. That's his name. His name's Steve. Sony Steve. Sony Steve. He's gonna, I can put the goggles on and play my games because I don't need to be put on TV. Mm-hmm. It, it's all right there in goggles. So you can stream the hell out of Bill Nye and the Science Guy. If You're watching it with me. I'll... We're going to learn. <laughs> okay. You're going to learn, God damn it. <laughs> and you're going to like it. After 45 years, that ain't happening. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It absolutely is. You're learning. Okay. <laughs> You're learning. You're okay. Learning. I'm going to be learning it. 
next week on episode. Next week on Geeks Visit. Hey, guess what I learned today? Sean better keep his mouth shut when Bill Nye the Science Guy is on because <laughs> she went and dotted my eye. <laughs> I don't know why he loves that expression so much. Ever since the first time I told him I was going to do it, he says it all the time now. I think it's a funny line. I've never heard it when it's dot that eye. <laughs> 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 It's like that bad joke we used to always say. What do you tell a girl with two black eyes? Nothing. You already told her twice. <laughs> We're horrible people. <laughs> I, thought, I thought just a punchline to the joke. Wrecked them. Damn near killed them. <laughs> All right, folks. I think we'll wrap it up with that old joke. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Geeks Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio. Tune in and... That's it. <laughs> Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. And don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. And if you want to hear the podcast version of the show, you can at either hit the About section in our Facebook page or just go directly to wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes. It's free. Don't cost nothing. Or if you're a Google user, you can download any podcast app, search for our show, and it'll be there for you. But if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And apparently, since people don't know how to spell Sean the way it sounds, it's (laughs) (laughs) S-H-A-W-N. Right. Everybody have a happy Labor Day. Uh, Yep. And uh, you know what? Before we go out, we are going to go out on a song. I figure it's appropriate. And it's not going to be John Travolta. (laughs) Just saying. Uh, Let's see. He wait, was wait, not a, prepared. wait, 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 I was not prepared. I was like, uh, <laughs> it just came in his head. I don't know if this is uh, going to be a mix or not, but let's try it. Bye. your breath. Make a wish. Count to three. Come with me and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Take a look and you'll see into your imagination. We'll begin with a spin Traveling in the world of my creation, what we'll see will defy explanation. If you want to view paradise, simply look around and view it. Anything you want to do it Want to change the world There's nothing to it Hurry up, pilot! This way, Grandpa! There 
is no life I know to compare with pure imagination. Living there, you'll be free if you truly wish to be. back everybody all right so as promised ed has an epi- another news n- nerd news article yes uh well actually i got two but uh two? Okay. yeah so you see what we'll go with the first one if the first one's not good maybe the second will be better all right um not only is uh rdj going to be in spider-man homecoming but there's also going to be another character coming over from uh from the spider-man uh to from the marvel universe to to the sony spider-man franchise and it's not a major character but it's a minor character but it's a character that kind of fits the uh, whole thing okay i saw this article go ahead <laughs> so john favreau is going to join the cast of... he's reprising his role as happy hogan <laughs> that's right yeah I'm, I'm okay that's fine i mean he's been out of it since uh the second one yes i mean but in all fairness i mean you haven't had a reason to have happy in iron man 3 Mm-hmm. Or in any of the Avengers movies, right? I mean, if you think about it, I mean, you know, the last Avengers Civil War, I mean, kind of took place in Tony. Kind of, sort of, doesn't need a butler. I mean, not really a butler, but a driver anymore. He can fly everywhere. Yeah. So I mean, you know, the first two I can get it. Plus, also Favreau directed the first one, so why not put himself in it? Um, he didn't direct the. He did direct the second one, but it, you know, he was in that one as well. Mm-hmm. But I think he had the way. Way Marvel wanted to do the movies kind of didn't went against his flow of creativity. Creativity. He was in the third one though. He got blown up, so he was in it for a little bit. Yes, and he was at the end, so he really you took him out of the third one. So now between the third one and now, he was getting healed up. I mean, mm-hmm. so it makes sense to have him. Like if Tony needs to still pull in the front, yeah, he's Iron Man, but why not have 
happy driving to Queens to so he can hit on Aunt May. Like, you know, <laughs> like he was going to take Aunt May out to dinner. It's not going to be like, here, hold on to the suit. Yeah. You know, um, it'll be like, hey, hop in the car and there's happy. You know, there's, hey, what's up? You know, yeah. Like, it might be, I don't think it's going to be a predominant role, but it, it's nice to see. No, I, th- I think it's going to be kind of like a comedy, comedy relief, kind of a uh, comical relief, yeah, kind of uh, a nice role. Cameo, but yeah. You know, maybe a couple, like a couple good one liners to show how they, they stole the relationship or there might be a, hey, try not to get me blown up this time kind of deal. Yes. Like, yeah. kind of joke. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I, I like John Favreau as a director and as an actor, so. Yes. That'll be I mean, an interesting ad, I think. I, yeah, I think sure. it's going to be a little bit fun, make it make it more interesting in the movie, and you know, comes hopefully. out next year, doesn't it? I, uh, you know, I just one more sec. <laughs> I think it comes. I out next year. there, right? I think you're right. I think that's the. Uh, I'm trying to see here real quick as uh, as I'm scrolling. Because they're filming now. Because Tom Holland's been you know doing some Instagram photos, and he did a whole. Um, yeah, July seventh, uh, twenty seventeen. All right. Well, yes. I know you know where we'll be. Yes. Opening night, going woo. Spider-Man Spider-Man. Homecoming. Woo. All right, so uh, I mean, there you have it, folks. I mean, uh, Ed, do you have another arc? Yeah, I want to uh, kind of talk about this one a little bit, only because it was kind of odd, and I don't think this the show is going to work. And I just wanted to bring this uh, first. It's casting news of the show, and I'll I'll, I'll give you that real real quick. Uh, apparently, um, Georgina Campbell is going to be the female lead in the show. It's called Krypton. Oh, I heard about this one. Basically, it's going to be two generations before Krypton blows up. Yeah, it's like the story before mm-hmm. Superman. Yes. It's what leads up to the planet exploding. Right. All right, so she was cast as? Uh, she was one of the L's. It's going to be the following the House of L, obviously, uh, through the series. And I had to hear for a second. I thought you got Sondon to play Zod. Uh, she is going to play. Let me do this so I make it easier for me to stretch my neck instead of looking at the screen at the same time. Because I had it here a second now, I lost it, and it's just like. Argh. So as I'm looking, All right, well, I'll quick, fill in the void here. Apparently, okay. from what everything I heard about the show is that Stephen S. Goyer has penned a kind of a prequel to The Man of Steel, mm-hmm. where it has to do about Jor El and his wife and. And you know, actually, not even Jor-El. It's it's Jor-El's father. So it's it's two, like you said, it's two generations back. So yes. Superman's not even a glimmer in the eye, and, right. and Jor-El's not even married to to Martha. No, <laughs> I mean whatever his mom's name is. Um, so I mean, I guess it kind of feel like. All right. I mean, how well? I, th- I think it's going to be on Sci-Fi. Yeah, it's going to be on the Sci-Fi Channel. You're right about that. Um, I don't know her name. She's she's going to be an L though. I mean, I remember well, reading that. Just sure. Let me what's uh, let me just uh, let's see what's the name of the show called. It's called oh, Krypton. Krypton. Yeah, exactly. Krypton. All right. As see. I'm looking here, is my you know well. Oh yeah, she is going. She's going to play. You're right. She's going to play a Zod. Lita Zod. L Y T A. Yeah, uh, Chris. It's, it's yeah. I mean, okay. You don't think the show is going to be good because of this casting, or just in general? Just in general. I don't mean. I mean, I'm not going to because like she's the only thing that they're they're bringing her up through. She's going to be in the new uh, King Arthur movie uh, that's oh, okay. coming out soon. Uh, so like, there's not really too much about her. I mean, there might be more. Uh, it's all that they're proposing in this article. Right. So I don't really this know. This article her. is just basically, hey, that Superman uh, uh, prequel that no one's talking about since two generations before. Superman itself, it, they cast a General Zod. 
Yeah. Like, and it's it's a female. Oh, so progressive. <laughs> um, uh, all right. I mean, look. You said you don't think the show's going to happen. Well, the only reason why I say that is because, like, they did Caprica, which was a before Battlestar Galactica right. and that whole show. And that didn't do too well in the, in the, in the ratings in sci-fi. Okay. And it only got, like, two, think two seasons out of it, and that was it. Right. That was pretty much done. It might be one season. I don't know. No, like, no, I think you're right with two. So I think with sci-fi, because a lot of their shows that you think they're going to be really good, like they had a Flash Gordon show that was supposed to be, you know, going on, right. and nobody really saw that one either. Right. So it was like, I can go through a list of, there were some successful shows, I'm not saying sci-fi makes bad shows, right. but all in all, though, there's a lot of shows that sci-fi makes that just, they do one or two seasons, and that is it, and they just get cut because people don't understand it, because the way the script writing is. You know, and it's like, where's Superman? You know, it's like, well, it's not, you know, it's before that time. And you're like, well, who cares? Well, I was thinking, too, that there's a, I mean, with a show like that, what's the premise? Because none of them have abilities. Yes. So you're looking at more of a drama kind of show. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be more soap opera-ish than probably than any, it's not going to have any kind of superhero element. Right. As far as I know. I mean, I mean in, in the story, it does say that she's going to have a love affair with one of the L's, which is kind of like, you know, like the... Uh, Hatfield Hat McCoys, McCoys, you know, yeah. kind of thing. So, I think that's what's going to be kind of that kind of drama. It's like a Romeo and Juliet uh, tragedy, written, written by Goyer. Yeah. Just, I don't know. We've talked about him in the past. He's hit or miss with his his stuff. I honestly think that this is probably a project that that Warner Brothers gave him just to keep him out of the hair of uh, the movies. Yeah. Like I honestly, I think at this point, like he had a um, partly responsible for Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after that, he just he made a couple of I'm gonna say not inappropriate comments, but definitely comments to make you kind of wonder like, why are you writing for this material if you scoff at it? Like he basically, ins- not really insulted, but bitched about we talked about it on the show, yeah, the, the She Hulk and mm-hmm. an idiot, and he he actually bitched about not being able like, no, Martian Manhunter is not gonna be in it. Because it's a stupid character. It doesn't work. But yet, if you go to Supergirl, Martian Manhunter fucking works. Like, yeah. if in the right hands, he can be worked out. So, to me, it just goes, Goyer, you're not the right hands. Because here's a guy who's ha- being done on a television show and is a great character. So, I just kind of, and like, so I think they kind of was like, oh, you got any ideas? I got the show about Krypton, about, you know, uh, two, two generations before Superman. So, we could have this thing. And they're like, Okay, yeah, sure, run with it because Warner Brothers goes, well, it's Superman related. We probably can get some money out of it, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be on sci-fi. Mean, it says something that that kind of show is going to be on sci-fi, though. Right. Because I would think that why not try pushing it to CBS or NBC or even Fox like, what, or Netflix or Hulu. Why isn't any of the – I'm not saying sci-fi is – I'll say it. Sci-fi is not really a place you want to go with – New content, like I mean, even, it's it's even it's, the shows... it's to me sci-fi is that start of the deep cable run when you start going when you're looking for shows to watch well, and you're you know you're not thinking of the major channels like sci-fi starts that like second tiering right I always know? like sci-fi is great for their over the top B-rated monster movies mm-hmm. and taking shows that are really good in Canada and putting it on their show like Lost Girl the Lost Girl is a show in Canada. Like that was real popular. Yeah. The Defiance was while well, was an original show, but it also tied into a video game that didn't sell well, and the next show got canceled. Yeah, you know, so it's like, yeah, all right. I mean, even Face Off, I don't think is on anymore, and that was probably one of the better shows. 
Well, actually, it is returning, and it, it is? I mean, yeah, okay, good. They they do what they do is basically they do with like a few runs, and then like I guess whoever whatever they have to do, they do schedule those different schedulings because the judges are makeup yeah. artists. They're working they on films, right? So a lot of times, because a lot of judges will be like, "Oh, I'm still working on this project." They might be there for like the first couple of shows, and all of a sudden they're whisked off because they're right. working on a movie that they're you know they have to, gotcha. to be a part of. So I think with that like that in mind, like I think that's why they had to take time off. So I, I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if you start seeing that in the fall again. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I kind of feel like mm. like heroes of cosplay that you know right, had that. two seasons and and then died. Right. You know, and then um, I think wasn't wasn't uh, uh, Alphas was on that show. Yes. Um, a couple. I think the the Helix. I think is still on. Maybe. Oh, uh, uh, the Stan Lee film, uh, Stan Lee show. Uh, um, do you so you want to be a superhero? Wasn't that was that on Sci Fi? Uh, yeah, but I, I don't think that that lasted me like a season and a half. It was two seasons. Right. Lasted, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, it's it's one of those type of things that like like it's it's it, after a while I think for Sci Fi like they could have a great show on their hands, but like it could be like. Not that good because everybody goes, oh, it's on sci-fi. Like, I'm just right. going to pass on it. Right. That's why yeah. I think that, you know, I think, to be honest, I think just Warner Brothers is like, okay, we got to go around the contract for like another two years. What do you want to do with him? Because he's obviously not really doing the job that we were hoping for. Yeah. <sighs> well, we got this idea for a TV. We got this idea for a TV show. How long? Okay, I'll keep him busy. Like, you know, <laughs> like, just as long as he's not knocking on someone's door going, I got this great idea. What if Superman doesn't fly in the next movie? <laughs> like you know, I, or or something stupid. Like yeah, uh, at this point, I think you know, if Warner Brothers really wants to take themselves seriously, they have to get better writers and better a better creative team. Maybe with Jeff under Jeff Johns, maybe it'll start being molded that way. Yeah, rather than having some executive kind of go, you know, let's do this because you know it's interesting. I was listening to um, Fat Man on Batman this past week, mm-hmm. and you know how we were talking about Suicide Squad mm-hmm. and how. There's two different versions of the movie being like as Ayer was filming it, Warner Brothers was having it cut differently. Mm-hmm. Apparently, and from what I was listening on the, on that episode was that the people who made the trailer, you know, they they outsourced to make the trailer mm-hmm. to this company, and everyone that that trailer was so well received that Warner Brothers actually gave them footage to recut the movie into to the form like it almost that's why you find like the first half of the movie had the same kind of style as the as the trailers mm-hmm. but then the second half of the movie was like you know <laughs> kind of fell apart <laughs> yeah so it like the rumor had it was that that there 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 is a second cut mm-hmm. somewhere in the form of the guys who the the company that did the trailers okay which is unheard of. Most of the time, it's usually an actual editor. It's not a company right. putting together a movie. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll find different. Like, I mean, it could I'm, be a hit. Could be a hit. Goyer could just hear. Here's my idea, and he pitches it. And he writes the the script because let's face it, when you work on a television show, you can either write all the episodes, or you have a team of people. Mm-hmm. So, like sometimes the first episode sets up the premise of the show right and then it's up to the writers the writers room to kind of create to mold the show off of that premise mm-hmm. so he might have an input on maybe some of the big arcs on the show like you figure the first season will be whatever it is and he's like these are the beats this is the story I want to tell right but that story may take place in probably like three episodes and they want like a 12 13 episode arc mm-hmm. they got to put fillers in, in some way but yeah. also kind of mesh it all together something he probably won't do there's a writer's room. 
Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it's up to them to try to take what he wants and mold it into a watchable show. I don't know. I could be honest. <laughs> it, it, it feels more like as as Krypton turns, yes. so are the days of our lives. I, I don't know. It, might... I, it just doesn't sound interesting to me at all. I mean, you know, yeah. like you, you get to a point where you go, it's a great idea. It's a good idea. I'm not saying it's a great idea. I shouldn't say that. Yeah. It's, it's a good idea, you know, in terms of like it'd be kind of interesting, but like more as like a mini series than a, like a, a season or yeah. you know, like 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 let's see what it does like a four episodes. Let's see what happens. Yeah, you know, like our two hour two part two hour. Uh, you know, like yeah. they did with the new Battlestar Galactica. That's what they did. They did they did like a mini series of two two hour shows, and then right. everybody liked it. And they're like, all right, let's make a series out of it, or or do something in the way that it's it's um like a movie, like a television mm-hmm. movie that sets up the arc of the TV show. Yeah, like have these actors have Goyer do his little storyline, get it done and over with, and then see how it's received, and then use that plot device to help propel other characters in a TV show. Right. You know, like maybe maybe whatever happens in the two generations prior to Superman, whatever happens has an effect on Jor-El. Mm. And it's a story of Jor-El, and you know that this show is going to end with him putting his kid on a spaceship flying off to Earth. Right. Like, have it like that, because if you're not going to have at least Jor-El in it, you're kind of like, well, then what's the point of watching Jor-El's dad? Right. Like... You know what's so interesting about him? He was a drunk. He came yeah. over and I beat his wife. You know, like <laughs> he, he had a nine to five job. Came in, punched a clock like everybody else. They came home, cracked over a beer, watched some sports. <laughs> you know, that's, that's what that's what my that's what your grandpa did. You know, <laughs> then he got surly. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> yeah, one too many, and then you know he'd stand out in front of the lawn looking over the cliff going you guys kids get out of my atmosphere one day that sun's gonna blow up no one believed me no one believed them and then i came along and it's me and he told me and i looked into it and he was right you know but the government's trying to squash it and it's my job as jor l to try to save the planet exactly oh well there you have it folks there's you know our part two of episode 204? Yes. Oh, 204 episodes. That's not counting the bonuses stuff that we did. And uh-huh. Wow. That's a lot of time. Our anniversary is coming up. Yes, it is. Yeah. They're very good. <laughs> very good. <laughs> Only reason why I know that is because I got the uh, notification that, hey, your web, uh, you, you time to pay up there, buddy, or no, you're going to lose wordswithgeeks.com. Words you're like, oh, another anniversary already. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, Judge, when it's our anniversary, we got to pay a bill. <laughs> <coughs> Giving you guys free shit is expensive. <laughs> it costs you nothing, but it doesn't cost us nothing. That's right. <laughs> so uh, there you have it, folks. I mean, if you enjoy the show and you do want to catch us live, you got nothing to do on a Sunday night starting around 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm sure wherever part of the world you are, you can do the math to figure it all out. You can, starting at 6, like I said, on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. And if you haven't done it by now, we would really appreciate it if you went to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And as always, if you have anything you would like to see or hear or get our opinion on the show and you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. 
Or if you want to contact Sean, you can contact Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And that's S-H-A-W-N, Sean. All right, folks, we'll see you next week.